Extreme Anime Radio. to november everybody and happy american voting day welcome to the first xar podcast in november it is november the 7th 2023 which if i'm not mistaken is the latest election day can go here in this part of the world i am jr i have voted thank you very much and over to my left is mr neff canuck hello sir hello i haven't voted because i'm canadian (laughs) when's your voting day again Okay, federally, the problem is there is a quote-unquote deal in place that says, in theory, it won't be till 2025. However, it takes two to make a deal, and one of them may pull the plug sooner than later. Oh, boy. Yours has to be so complicated. Well, yeah, that's the problem with a minority government where there's no actual party that has, like, a majority. And, you know, minority governments that are cobbled together generally only last a couple of years anyway, right? Because of course, you know, one party says we're going to do this. The other party says, no, don't do that. And then eventually, like I said, it falls apart and, you know, we're off the polls. I'm hoping we stay out. We stay out of the polls till 25 only because it's like, no, 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 we don't need an election right now. We had to, in my city, uh, 31 months of gooey caramel. Oh no. Is Liz going to subscribe again? <laughs> Yes, and I, I think I forgot to turn off the sound for the alert box, so I'm going to do that now. <laughs> I, I was going to say, at least this is not me, you know, with my computer going ping, 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 ping every every three seconds. <laughs> just before we let, just before we got on the air, folks, my computer just decided I'm just going to randomly give you alerts like constantly for like five minutes straight, and it's like, how do I shut this thing up? <laughs> So if you would like to hear alerts like that uh, in normal circumstances, then you should watch us on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio instead of listening to us in the podcast realm, which if you're watching us now, you want to listen to us on the podcast. All of our podcasts are available back to the beginning of, uh, you know, right before uh, this thing. Uh... Uh-oh. Okay, no. I have a neighbor who is apparently nailing something into the wall. I thought somebody was knocking on the door. Nailing something to the wall is fine. It's when they're trying to nail something into you that it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was saying, um, 
podcast is anchor.fm forward slash anime radio powered by Spotify. As I was telling you, Neff, uh, this year it's sort of a special election, but not. Uh, our city council districts were redrawn. In fact, um, we're in another district now where I live. Uh, we were switched to another city council district. So um, I believe the city council election is normally every two years, but I think this election is either going to be for a one-year term or a three-year term. I forget how how it all goes, but yes, uh, the, the wonderful world of uh, drawing out uh, districts again, just to make people happy, it seems. Well, that happens occasionally here because our electoral districts are de determined by uh, the number of people mm. in a given district. So you can end up with certain districts uh, getting, or in this case, ridings, getting, you know, broken up, et cetera. Now, there are some weird constitutional quirks about that because a certain, pro a certain province to my right, geographically <laughs> anyway, uh, has it written in the Constitution that they get a certain percentage of the seats no matter what the total is. <laughs> so that's one of those things where it's like, okay, I understand why, but on the other hand, I'm like, you just made things complicated. Ouch. Uh, Neff is a bit low, so I think we're going to boost your gain a little bit, Neff, and see if that helps. Okay, I could also, you know, push the microphone up a little bit. It's a bit low because it's out of it's out of picture, unlike you, where you've basically got the microphone <laughs> pretty much. You're pretty much kissing that thing, which is probably what I should be doing. But me. <laughs> that uh, all right. So we'll try that level. We'll see how it sounds. I know uh, the last time. Uh, uh, we did this, uh, came out low on the recording, so I boosted it up a little bit anyway. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking at my redistricting map and all the borders are like zigzag all over the place. Oh, some gerrymandering is at work. Lovely. Huh? <laughs> so instead of belonging to the district that encompasses a lot of the areas to our north and west, now we're part of a district that encompasses a lot to our south. Hmm. I think as weird. I think as I think as far south as uh <laughs> if I remember this on the map correctly. The old Wendy's on Queens Boulevard. Uh which is the restaurant well they, it's torn down, it doesn't exist anymore. But the Wendy's on Queens Boulevard that was the McDowell's in Coming to America. Okay, so it was a McDowell's, became a... Okay. Just for the movie, yeah. All right. <laughs> That's Hollywood for you. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yes, we welcome you to November. Uh, before we continue, I want to thank everybody for sending their good vibes or their prayers, whatever you believe. Um, with the passing of my family, uh, my uncle passed away um, on the West Coast uh, last week. And so uh, we've been making plans and uh, we'll be going on a little bit of hiatus soon. Um, I'll be explaining that um, when we're off the air with this podcast to our Twitch viewers. But uh, I want to thank everybody for sending in um, all of their um, words of love and support. It is uh, really appreciated. Thank you very much. Um, I could say so many things about my uncle, but uh, only a certain amount of time we have. 
Well, they're really hammering next door. <laughs> um, I don't know if you can hear that. No, luckily I can't, because if I was getting hammering in my ears, that would remind me of something. Oh. Last, night's hockey last night's hockey game comes to mind. <laughs> oh, that little well, visitor we had a few weeks ago. Well, just a quick uh, recap of the game. Basically, the home side is getting pounded 4-1 to one before they realize we need to start playing hockey. <laughs> they take the lead. It t uh, the other side ties it. We go to overtime, and the home team manages to win. And it's just like, okay, you can't play run and gun like that. That, that no, that no, that no, that gives me that gives me heart palpitations. <laughs> if I had a heart. Ugh. Instead of uh, instead of hockey, though, we should be talking about uh, quarterbacks in New York who t keep tearing their ACLs. Oh boy. Um I don't want to say that, you know, New York football is cursed and I'm using air quotes here because we know of course these are not really New York teams, but it's like yikes. And it's one for it's one for each one for each team. It's like what are the odds of this? Yes. <laughs> I mean, now, the only way it could happen in the NFL would be if the two L.A. teams would have, you know, their respective quarterbacks, you know, suddenly tear their ACLs. But it's like... Uh, your Bills uh, seem to be doing okay, and then they ran into a brick wall in the form of the Houdat defense. Let me put it this way. There is one emoji that describes the Bills' play. <laughs> I don't need to tell you which emoji it is. Yes. But I will pantomime it for our Twitch viewers. <laughs> would it be surprised? Would it be surprised if it comes up here on the on the side here in a moment? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised either. <laughs> but it's like, okay, everything that could go wrong basically has. Now, to be fair, the Bills defense is about as patchwork as uh, some of my socks. <laughs> you know, that's kind of scary. But it was like the offense just decided, yeah, thank you. Um, it's just the offense just decided, you know what? We're just going to play like we don't know how to play anymore. <laughs> so, uh, yes, the, the football season is progressing nicely, it seems. And... Uh, Getting into more basketball and more hockey now. I had a coworker who's a big Islanders fan, um, and they played. I want to say was it Carolina a few days ago? That Carolina just outshot the Islanders like a two to one ratio or something like that, or or could be another C team. Well, let's see. There's the Canucks. There's Carolina. There's Columbus, there's Chicago. Those are the only, those are the only four I can think of. Yeah, I think it must have been Car um, Carolina. Mm. Yeah, they're they're in the process of making Buffalo's life miserable tonight. Mm. But speaking of miserable, last I saw, Tampa Bay had moved on from Toronto to Montreal. It was four nothing in the first period. Last I saw. <laughs> or Tampa Bay, they're 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 not happy. <laughs> and it's like poor Montreal is like, what did we do to deserve this? Yeah, you exist and you're in the way. 
Uh, I see Cyber Beta, good old friend Beta for so many years, is in the chat. I'd like to congratulate him and the Texas Rangers. Uh, all of Texas seems to be celebrating this monumental achievement except for one space around Houston. I think that's... Uh, I think that's uh, the little. That's how it's all districted, and as far as baseball fans go over there. Yeah, I mean, this will be the closest thing they see to a championship this year because, of course, the Dallas, <laughs> you know, no, and Houston, the Houston Texans, no. Yeah, faster than Houston as a Texas had... franchise. Wow, I was just reading what Beta just posted. Hmm. Yeah, it's like they that was the first one, so now they want a second and a third and a fourth. But let's see what happens next. Yeah, but uh, no, I think uh, I think they had their uh, the big parade, and it was around. Uh, they just did a little circuit around the area where Globe Life Park is, if I'm not mistaken, um, that or Globe Life Field, whatever their whatever the new stadium is called, um, whatever it's called this week. Yeah. <laughs> They well, think I mean, naming rights up the wazoo, huh? I mean, there are some stadiums where if they haven't changed their name yet, wait five minutes. Somebody will give them money and they'll change it. All right. Globe Life Field. So it's well, a... No, I was going to say, um, speaking of that, it's like there's that one stadium out in Los Angeles that's still called a name that I'm very surprised it's still called that name. Dodgers? No, 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 no. The formerly known as the Great Western Forum. Oh, the forum now called what? Crypto.com. Oh, you're talking about what used to be the Staples Center? Yes. Okay. 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 okay now I'm okay. Remember, I'm old. I remember old stadiums that are long gone. <laughs> They're parking lots now. There's nothing left of them anymore. Oh man. Uh, I I uh, I get posts from a friend who's uh, of uh, British nationality, uh, whom I see every summer at work upstate, and uh, he's a big fan of Boston and the old Boston Garden. Ah, uh, yes, the Bo- the old Boston Garden. Yeah, nothing like the new TD Garden, which I always find hilarious because, of course, TD is short for Toronto Dominion. Yeah, it's like okay, it's a Canadian bank. Has the naming rights to a U.S. stadium. (laughs) Um, Now, as the Texas Rangers are celebrating their World Series triumph, we have the Japanese World Series, um, also called the Japan Series, reach its conclusion. Uh, And that is the Hanshin Tigers winning the Japan Series over Oryx, I think. And uh, I posted this in the Discord a few days ago um, about a certain event that happened after Hanshin won the Japan Series. So, oh dear, I I haven't seen it. Is it is it a scary scary thing? Well, I guess it, not necessarily, but it, at least it's very interesting. Um, so, you know that the uh, the Hanshin Tigers are based in Osaka. Hmm. Okay, uh, Osaka. Bree and I went to Osaka that one night when we visited Japan earlier this year. There's this beautiful river or canal called Dotonbori. The Dotonbori has uh, the running Glico Man, 
and uh, <clears throat> lots of bridges going across the canal. They have tours to go along the canal. And we had um, we had Okonomiyaki in a restaurant just overlooking the, the famous uh, bridge next to the Running Man statue. So very, very prime spot, a very historic spot. And if you remember me playing a while back uh, Yakuza Zero, that's actually one of the uh, areas that they recreate. And every time I get back into the game, it's an area I can't seem to leave because I love the entire atmosphere, how they recreated everything, including some of the, um, the icons of Osaka, um, like some of the stores and whatnot. Mm. So it's one of those games that has a lot of atmosphere. Well, and it's a very good game from what I remember, because I remember you talking about it. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so let's go back to the story. Um, this is Hanshin Tiger's first Japan Series victory in, um, since 1985. The last time they won everything, all the marbles, was 1985. And it was during the 1985 Japan Series... Uh, when Hanshin Tigers participated, that Rowdy fans were celebrating so hard. What did they do? They went to a Kentucky Fried Chicken. And a lot of the Kentucky Fried Chickens in Japan have a statue of Colonel Holland Sanders standing outside the restaurant. Exactly what Beta just wrote. Heave ho to the Colonel Sanders statue. They take the statue... And they chuck it into Dotonbori. And it's after that point, they try to locate the statue, but they can't. And thus starts what they call, you've heard of the Curse of the Bambino? This was mm -hmm. the Curse of the Colonel. So for the next 18 years, the Hanshin Tigers were so pathetic, they missed out on the pennant for 18 years. Finally, after 18 years, so that would be, I want to say 2003, I think I wrote, is when they got back into the Japan series, and but they still lost. And I think they reappeared two more times, um, and then this year they finally won again for the first time since 1985. Okay. So the curse of the colonel, because the colonel statue can't be found, but lo and behold, miraculously, they find it in 2009. Uh, they dig it up. Um, they find a few extra things that are missing inside Dotonbori, like his glasses. And since the original KFC location next to Dotonbori no longer exists, they had a branch at uh, the Hanshin Tiger Stadium at Koshien, and they put it there on display for everybody to look at. So lo and behold, what do they do when they win this year's Japan series? They take somebody cosplaying as Colonel Sanders and chuck him into the river. Okay, now I, I'm just trying to figure this out in my head because I'm going, okay, you somehow as a gang managed to grab an entire statue, <laughs> bury the thing somewhere, and nobody squeals. Yeah. It's like, that's the most Japanese thing I can think of. It's like, we'll, we'll simply bury it and everybody will say nothing and it'll be a mystery that, you know, nobody will solve for many, many years. 
I think when they when they found something in 2009, they thought it might have been part of a barrel that got stuck into the you know the bottom of the uh, the seabed there, and uh, then they're like, oh wait, it's the belly of Colonel Sanders. <laughs> oh my God! But rowdy Japanese fans, is that a thing? Well, um, for the most part, they can be res- they are respectable. But um, I, I have read some stories about, uh, in the last few years especially, um, at s- specific sporting events, particularly soccer, where um, you know, some fans have gotten out of hand to the point where um, some teams have had to play J-League games uh, with no spectators. Okay, when you've, de- when you've devolved to the level of European soccer... That's bad. Yeah, it happened, I think, a few years ago before COVID. So, you know, you can look it up and uh, read about it. But I, I found it, uh, you know, very uh, interesting that that would happen, considering uh, it's really contrary to the, Jap- the Japan we all know and love. Exactly. I mean, like you say, to think that they would act like, you know, the typical North American sports hooligans, you know, is yeah. <clears throat> shocking, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so that is the, that's the story, uh, on the sports front. Um, so we've uh, also, uh, caught up on some more Spy Family and some more, uh, Roni Kenshin, the newer series. Um, Spy Family, Neff, have you caught up with that at all? I'm still, I'm still trying to get it up to a point where I have time to catch up. That's mm-hmm. my biggest problem because... Yeah. I mean, my problem right now is I'm still, you know, beating myself up with physio, probably literally. And it's like, by the time I'm done, it's like, if you want me to watch a sub, my brain has fried at that point. (laughs) There's there's, no, I can't read text and follow something on a screen. It's just, no. Yeah. So a little bit of a spoiler as per usual, but we're up to the point uh, where uh, your is assigned to be somebody's bodyguard on the cruise ship. Okay, now I'm trying to remember because I think I've seen that in the manga, and it's just right. Um, and they have a um, the the person she's uh, protecting have a conversation, and uh, we leave on a cliffhanger, seeing that the whole ship is wiretapped. Oh dear! That ring any bells for li- you? And guess who's listening on on the tap? Uh, the enemy. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. We we could Oops. see we could see who it was, but you know we don't know exactly who. Uh, that's for the next episode when it comes out uh, in a few days, I think. Mm. Okay, so now I know what I have to do. I have to figure out a way to get some free time, and then I realize I might have time on Friday. Maybe. Okay. Well, I no, because I'm just realizing I'm going. I have to be do driver duty for Mama Canuck. At least, oh, not, at okay. least not. At, at least not medical. This right. Is, this is shop. This is shopping. Right. She wants to go to a particular a particular store that's fair distance away, and is rather charming to get to. And I'm using charming in air quotes here, folks. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, it's a tiny little store in a very crowded neighborhood. She does not feel comfortable driving that way. I can understand that. 
If it wasn't for Apple CarPlay, I wouldn't feel comfortable driving that way. <laughs> well, maybe you could listen to some of the uh, Christmas and holiday radio stations because uh, I just got the notification from Sirius XM. The holiday music starts tomorrow. You know what? My cutoff, I have to get past Remembrance Day slash Veterans Day. After that, fine. Okay, yeah. But it's But it's like going into the stores... It's like Christmas, and it's like, no, 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 not yet. <laughs> at least wait. At least wait until these little poppies come off, right? Or at least are not, you know, before then. But okay, I mean, that, that's Friday for you, right? Uh Saturday actually. Oh, Saturday. Okay. Yeah, because it's it's the eleventh. Okay. Or wait, a, what is it? Is it? Now? Oh my God, my brain. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I remember. Is it the now? Uh, yeah, it's Saturday. Okay, I'm not losing my marbles. All right. All this says it shouldn't really start until after Thanksgiving. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> well, okay. I used to think that way too, but then I realized, no, you're not going to stop commercialism. I mean, the Charlie Brown Christmas special, if you ever get a chance to watch it on Apple TV Plus only now, yeah. uh, <laughs> does really put into light that many years ago, I mean, 65, 1965 uh-huh. is when it was first, first broadcast. Uh-huh. It really still rings true today. You know, it's like, bye, 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 bye. It's like, that's not what Christmas is about. Right. You know, so. You have yeah. uh, one Christmas present uh, will be the Spy Family movie coming out on December 22nd in Japan. Okay, so coming out December 22nd in Japan. Now, the question is, would we get a domestic release for that? Yes. Uh, Crunchyroll has licensed it in North America and uh, some other regions of the world for movie distribution sometime in 2024. Hmm. And it will uh, go into the cinemas uh, in both subtitled and dubbed versions. You know what? That that's a movie that depending on how well how well it's written and how well it's it, it could actually catch on a little bit as compared to some other movies because there is a section of the movie going public who if you give them a spy movie yeah they'll just eat it up like popcorn yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so it's going to be called Spy Family Code White and it's um, part of uh, the season two release because it's obviously coming during season two and, and the way things look maybe towards the end of that. Um, and the synopsis, uh, according to what I have here, after receiving an order to be replaced in Operation Strix, Lloyd decides to help Anya win a cooking competition at Eden Academy by making the principal's favorite meal in order to prevent his replacement. The forgers decide to travel to the meal's origin region where they set off a chain of actions which could potentially put the world's peace at risk. Okay, that synopsis just sounds weird, but then I realize we're talking about your forger, we're talking about Anya forger. Exactly. And Twilight is just along for the ride. <laughs> so, and then we have, uh, as I mentioned in the last show, uh, the new Rooney Kenshin reboot. Uh, saw four episodes of that in these last few days. Um, the whole sequence with... Uh, Kenshin and Shinomori and Shinomori's assistants and uh, the guy with the Gatling gun 
which I forget if it's from the original series or not, because I'm still trying to compare this series to the one I remember watching in college, and I'm I'm failing to uh, make a connection. It's probably just because I'm old. Well, and then to be fair, I mean, you have to watch both, and you're just going, hmm, something about this new one is just different. It is from the original. That's what I thought, Bree. yeah. Yeah, and I mean, if you have the manga like I do, then you're really confused because you're like, wait a minute, like, Everybody takes liberties, I understand, from the source right. material, but it's like sometimes you're like, okay. So, um, if I if I read this correctly, uh, it's going to be a 48 episode series, uh, split in half, so 24 for each half. So a season, a, se- a full season apiece, not not, and that is so 24 is not split up as well. Well, yeah, it'd be twenty, yeah, twenty-four and twenty-four in the air every week. That's, the, I think, that's the plan from what I read. So, yeah, it's almost a full season, considering what well, we're used to, like twenty-six episodes, right? Well, I, I think twenty-four is now the new twenty-six. Oh, really? I, I, that's what I'm seeing a lot of, like a lot of new series. It's twelve, twenty-four. I think you know the cost of production, of course, is skyrocketing with everything mm, else. Yeah. And, you know, they've basically figured out that, wait a minute, we can get away with making only 12 or 24. And, you know, if it's powerful enough, we'll make more. If it's not, we'll move on. Right. Um, When you get caught up, Neff, what else is on your radar in anime land? Well, manga-wise, let's let's switch that to just have a click. All right. Uh, The new new volume of uh, Welcome to Demon School Irma-kun showed up in English. Okay. And I started reading it and I'm going, now I remember why I love this series because it is absolutely bloody bonkers. <laughs> I mean, like I said, this poor kid has Irma, has everything happen to him. And it's just like he survives by sheer dumb luck. You know? And of course, the fact he's, you know, the title character, of course, he's going to survive. But it's like, it's like, wow, just okay. And especially, you know, when the leader of the student council, you know, takes takes an interest in him. That's when things get really interesting. You're just going, oh boy, that's going to lead to trouble. Yeah. But, uh, no, I've been, uh, th- those are the two I'm focusing on right now, e- even though, you know, there are a lot of, uh, other shows they're just sitting in my Crunchyroll queue doing nothing i had to do the uh wonderful step of uh switching my Crunchyroll account to another credit card which involves you canceling your current subscription and then signing up again under the new credit card you can't just switch credit cards okay and this is why i always recommend using paypal as a payment method Mm. because all you have to do is change the information on PayPal and then everything else flows. I see. Because yeah, I, if I would have to do that, that, that would be bonkers. Yeah. In fact, that may be what I have to do to resolve the problem I'm having with my ISP right now. Uh Oh, because I was supposed to get upgraded to the new fiber optic cable that they've installed in the building. Okay. Next shows up on Sunday. He calls me from the parking lot and says, 
what unit are you in? I tell him the unit. He's like, that doesn't match the records. I'm like, I've lived here for 20 years and I have service in here for 20 years from your company. <laughs> He's like, oh, and he leaves. <laughs> so that didn't throw me at all. The best oh, part wow. is they were supposed to call me back after 24 hours. So on Monday, try and resolve this problem. Crickets. Yeah, why would they? <laughs> but here's the better part. I decided since they were going to play dirty, I was going to bring a dump truck <laughs> because they sent around a flyer uh. that said you get the three gigabit service for $75. When I tried to get that, uh. the tech, I, uh, the customer service rep I spoke to says that plan doesn't exist. I'm like, but I have it in my hand. That plan doesn't exist. And I agreed to a different service because I needed, I wanted to go to a faster service. But then somebody told me, wait a minute, deceptive advertising. You can complain to a government agency about that. And so I put in the complaint the other day, along with a copy of the actual flyer. Huh. Now they have 20, the ISP has 20 days to explain this. My guess is they're going to say, oh, it was a printing error. We don't have to honor that. Because even when you go online and try to try to activate the offer, it doesn't say $75. It says $75 if you agree to bundle your home phone service with us, which mm. I don't have. And you see, I looked. I looked with a magnifying glass at the tiny type on the back of this stupid flyer. <laughs> Nothing about that. Absolutely zip. So bait so and I'm switch like, then. Yeah, it's literally bait and switch. So... Again, I guarantee you when the next time we speak about this, I'll be saying they told me printing error, we can't honor we can't honor that. That's what that's what they're gonna do. I mean, if I was the big corporation and this happened, that's exactly what I would do. Right? Yeah. Because I could say, hey, I can't control what the printer does. <laughs> wow. Well, we have to put your mind at ease, Neff. So we'll, we'll make sure we gift you uh, a nice set of expensive Japanese nail clippers. Well, you can put my mind at ease by getting me faster service because as I've discovered, you know, when you're trying to watch four hockey games at the same time, <laughs> my current service just doesn't cut it. Uh, and the hey. problem is when you have, you know, nights like the Frozen Frenzy where there are 16 games going on at once pretty much. <laughs> You want to go from game to game to game to game. Right. Well, what was what I was referencing to is, is an article I brought up on Sora News about uh, somebody who went to a department store in Tokyo and saw a whole section of nail clippers. And uh, apparently there's one... Um, uh, there are some models of nail clippers uh, made by... Uh, a blacksmither in Niigata Prefecture called Suwada. And these nail clippers uh, sell for up to 7,000 yen, or about uh, $46. $46 for a nail clipper, and it comes in a nice uh, foam box, and, you know, all presented nice. as Almost... The same type of box you would get like a, a fancy ballpoint pen in. But no, this is nail clippers. 
Would you buy something like that? Actually, I have bought something like that because there's a German company that makes <laughs> nail clippers, very high end. They were about 50 bucks. Oh, man. The, pro the problem was the cheap ones, I, was, I had trouble because they would bend. I would literally bend them. This one is built sturdy enough that, you know, sort of me running it over with the car. Mm -mm. Ain't going to hurt that. I didn't expect this. <laughs> well, the problem is, you know, you, you need to, you know, clip your nails and you need to not, you know, buy nail clippers every year or two when you invariably, you know, push and then you hear creak and you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, yeah, just... Uh... Just a proverbial, uh, you know, you get what you pay for, right? Exactly. That, that's the problem. People don't understand. Yeah, you can buy cheap now, but then you're buying cheap again when it breaks down. Right. right. Um, and Beta is asking about, uh, are you ready for the final eight tracks of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Expansion Pass? Oh, boy. Uh, some very interesting courses, and uh, we have another Rainbow Road. Yet another Rainbow Road. How about that? <laughs> okay now i haven't seen it yet i only know they announced it but i'm going if it's like the la one from the last set i am going to make a rule you play that course i'm out <laughs> because the rainbow road from the last last set that he introduced is literally like the devil's the devil incarnate it's just yuck. it's the wee rainbow road that's what it is well unfortunately i don't know that one off off my the top of my head so all i can think of is the wee rainbow road. <laughs> you know, I spoke by an Irish person, but hey. <laughs> but uh, wee rainbow road. Um, what else? A few more of the Mario Kart uh, World Tour courses, and uh, I believe there's also a, a Daisy course from the Mario Kart Wii as well, which I don't remember. Hmm. Well, no Toronto course. I'm not surprised. It would just be like literally, you know, eight laps of construction. <laughs> was there even a Toronto in the first place? No, but I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm not surprised they didn't put one in there. I'm like going, yeah, it would just be construction, construction, pothole, construction. Yeah. <laughs> Stop traffic. Yeah. Um, so we are going to try to, oh, the Madrid course is brand new. Oh, wow. Okay. So they have Madrid. Is the other one Rome beta? I think that's what I read. And a few others on top of that. So eight more. And one of these days, we can actually now do the uh, the 64-course marathon if we are all so inclined. <laughs> that would require a heck of a lot of Red Bull. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm sad on 64 Warriors Stadium and Double Dash, while Luigi Stadium did not make the cut. You should see, if you haven't already, Beta, um, somebody did like a 20 or 30 minute video on YouTube lamenting the courses that were not in included that did not make the final cut to Mario Kart. Okay. If you are spending 20 to 30 minutes complaining about courses in a video game, <laughs> that didn't, I don't, I, I'm going to say a word. I'm going to say a phrase that, you know, is all over the internet. Go outside and touch grass. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, and this guy wants likes up to was up the wazoo. Um, so I think one of his quotes from the beginning of the video was, "If you're excited about the last eight courses of the Mario Kart Eight coming out, 
Make sure to leave a like and a, and subscribe to my channel so that we can spread the word. I mean, come on. That's just blatant, you know, sticking your hand out, you know? Yeah, that, that, that's what you call karma farming. <laughs> Sorry, no. There's not enough fertilizer in the world to make that work. Right. Uh, Daisy Tracks America, we as well. Yep. Okay. Um, so there is a possibility, uh, although I'm not sure right now, uh, that we're going to stream that on Thursday. Again, I'll get into that when the podcast is over here in a few minutes um, because I have the bereavement coming up with my family. Um, but uh, some things we're trying to do here um, later in the month, hopefully. I'd like to get a flight sim stream out uh, showcasing the new aircraft. I think I've gotten a way to get around uh, the issues that are hanging up my computer, and that is to hook up the computer to my laptop and stream from the laptop. So uh, I think that's going to be uh, good in so many ways. And uh, I actually almost did a trial uh, not too long ago with this, and there were no hangups and no crashes. I also um, I also changed the graphic settings a little bit to um, what they call the DLSS for NVIDIA. And since I made that switch, I mean, it blurs some graphics a little bit, some details. But, oh, the graphics are so amazing now, and nothing is crashing. So we're not getting any bottlenecks with my GPU whatsoever. Well, sometimes you have to go with, okay, there's a way to do it. You just have to figure it out and just keep tweaking and tweaking and right. tweaking. And if it breaks, you back it off a tad. Yeah. Um, and then um, maybe later this month, we may try to uh, do a GT Lounge broadcast on Discord to bring some music back to Extreme Anime Radio, but this would all involve... Uh, free to broadcast music tracks that people have remixed from Gran Turismo and have released under free license or Creative Commons license. So those should be okay for us to um, bring to you guys. Uh, so we'll have more on that. Um, I'm hoping later in the month, if not maybe by this time next month, we'll have everything set up for that. And I will give you guys more information on uh, that. So... Um, that's going to close things out for the uh, podcast. Um, we will probably be back maybe Thanksgiving week, depending on how things go. Uh, but um, again, this weekend is going to be a little complicated, which I'll get into um, after our uh, podcast. If you're listening to us on the podcast and uh, you like to know what's going on, then go to our Twitch page to see the end of the stream. Tonight, after we finish this podcast, we are going to go back to old school law, Neff. Ah, yes, old school law, where things make no sense at all, at least if you work in the legal field, but they make sense somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so we are returning to the original Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney games. Uh, the one that we all grew up with. Uh, we're going to start from the beginning, so we, most of us probably know how they go. Uh, although, as we continue with the game, uh, we'll probably learn some more things that I didn't know. I played this a few years back on the Switch and got to a certain point, I think, in like the second or the third game that comes in the entire bundle that you can get now. 
and uh, um, I, that's where I stopped at some point. And remember, I think we tried this like almost a little over a year ago. Uh, we we played on the Switch, uh, and we're like, oh, we're already at this point, and we want to go to the beginning. So we had to go to Steam to play the Steam version. <laughs> so... Um, we will get to that in a few minutes. Uh, again, I'll be giving a little talk when we're done with the podcast. But in the meantime, here is the closing commentary. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, and complaints about this podcast or any of our Twitch streams, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or look us up on social media. Go to linktree.com forward slash anime radio. And there you'll find links to our Facebook page, our X account our Instagram account, our Discord server, our YouTube channel, and archived versions of this podcast, which are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. So um, we thank you guys for tuning in uh, today. We hope you voted uh, once again, if you're here in the U.S. And uh, please stay tuned to our Discord and social media for all the latest updates about uh, our future streams. Stay tuned in just a moment for Ace Attorney, the original series. And we'll see you next time. For Neff, I'm JR. Thanks for watching and listening. And remember, keep on looking out for the Extreme Radio Twitch streams. And once again, don't forget, archived versions of our podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Good night, everybody. Good night. See you next time. Thanks for watching or listening.